Talk Recorded live. You're listening to the Jam Radio Network with Minister Kenneth Jenkins. The views and opinions of Nation Talk are not necessarily the views of Talk Show, Jam Radio Productions, Solahead.com, and sponsors. This is Nation Talk. the live public affairs program that deals with issues concerning you from the studios of Savannah, Georgia. Conversation call one seven two four 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 twenty four forty four. Call ID number five 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 one nine pound. That's one seven two four 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 twenty four forty four. Call the caller ID number five 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 one nine pound. How to deal with someone who says that's so gay. 
outsmart them. This party is like so gay. Totally. Excuse me, but did you ladies know the word gay used to mean happy or excited? Then it became a word used to describe gay people. Then somehow it came to mean dumb or stupid, which is how you just used it, which is not very nice. Ew, that guy is on the football team and super smart, and he totally hates us now. Totally. When you say that's so gay, do you realize what you say? Knock it off. Learn more at thinkbeforeyouspeak.com. Brought to you by Glisten and the Ad Council. Well, I know the molecular formula for water is H2O. I also know that hydrocarbon is CH3CH250CH3. But what I can't seem to find is any scientific formula for Bob, my goldfish. Are you ready for kids who eat healthy? Good nutrition can lead to great things. To find out how a healthy lifestyle can help your child succeed, go to mypyramid.gov. Brought to you by the Ad Council and USDA. My first week home was great. We had a party. Two o'clock in the morning, they were waiting for me. My niece was waiting for me at the airport with a sign. There was a huge sign across my front house, and it said, Welcome home, Megan. They lifted me up on, on their shoulders. And first week back, people just said thank you. Now what about the second week? A new generation of veterans is coming home. Make a difference for them at welcomebackveterans.org. Brought to you by welcomebackveterans.org, Iraq and Afghanistan Veterans of America, and the Ad Council. Now, views and opinions of Nation Talk are not necessarily the views of Talk Show, Jam Radio Productions, SolarHead.com, and its sponsors. This is Nation Talk. Money. 
Yep, the new $20 bill that will be in circulation, uh, I think maybe in a couple of years from now, I'm not exactly sure, but it's, it's a common. And of course, we're going to talk about election 16, more updates about that, plus some news, and hail and farewell to Prince Rogers Nelson. And some other things about the death of Prince Rogers Nelson. Uh, I think they had a, I, I think they had an autopsy to find out what what's wrong. I'm not sure if it, if they did release it or if they concealed it or or the family just kept it away from the public. We don't know yet. Uh, I don't know yet. But we'll we'll get to that we'll get to that bridge when we cross it. Now let's get to this twenty dollar bill. This new twenty dollar bill. Money, money, money. Twenty dollar bill. is going to be replaced. They're talking about replacing Andrew Jackson and putting a new face a new face on the $20 bill. And to be honest with you, I think it's a very I think it's a very darn good idea. Here's, here's, here's from CNN. Check this out. Every American fund is managed with our proprietary investment. And, 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 and I, that's, well, to be honest with you, I think it's a good choice, but I will let you, um, let you judge for yourself and, Listen to the story of the choice they made for the $20 bill. He always hated banks, and old Hickory would probably be pretty ticked off at the U.S. Treasury if he were alive today. That's because the federal government just announced that they are booting Jackson off the front of the $20 bill in favor of Harriet Tubman. Tubman will be the first woman to grace paper money in the U.S. Tubman, the iconic abolitionist who helped hundreds of slaves find freedom as conductor of the Underground Railroad. She was also a union spy, nurse, and cook during the Civil War. Today, former presidential candidate Dr. Ben Carson said he disagrees with the decision that there are other ways to honor Harriet Tubman. It's a notable quote since Carson was on the stage when I asked the Republican presidential candidates about this topic last September. What woman would you like to see on the $10 bill? Ooh, that's a tough one. I think uh, Susan B. Anthony might be a good choice. That's an easy one. I'd put my wife on there. Rosa Parks. <laughs> an everyday American that changed the course of history. Well, I wouldn't change the $10 bill. I'd change the 20 I'd take Jackson off, and I'd leave Alexander Hamilton right where he is as one of our founding fathers. 
and I very much agree with Marco that it should be Rosa Parks. I put my mother on there. We'll go with Rosa Parks. I like that. I would go with uh, Ronald Reagan's partner, Margaret Thatcher. Probably illegal, but what the heck. <laughs> I put Clara Bart. She was a great founder of the Red Cross. I wouldn't change the $10 bill or the $20 bill. I think, honestly, it's a gesture. I don't think it helps to change our history. Well, it's probably not uh, maybe legal, but uh, I would pick Mother Teresa. I'd put Abigail Adams on the bill. <laughs> All right. A chorus of critics have called for Jackson to be taken off the 20 entirely, given his shameful legacy in this nation's treatment of Native Americans, including the infamous Trail of Tears. The U.S. Treasury Department also announced today that Alexander Hamilton, with a boost from the Broadway success of a musical about his life, will get to stay on the 10. So the back of the $10 bill will be changed to honor women who fought for the right of women to vote, including Susan B. Anthony and one Alice Paul. The back of the new $5 bill will honor the Civil Rights Movement with Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. and Eleanor Roosevelt. Through Jackson, he... Huh. Okay, so what would you think? Who would you put on the twenty dollar bill? If, I'm gonna be honest with you. I think Miss Tupman is a wonderful choice. I think it's a good choice. Um, the other choice I probably put on it if it was me, it would be Rosa Parks. Definitely, I'll definitely like to see Rosa Parks on there. That's my that I that's what that's my opinion there. So you know, I believe that as that is a good choice to have um, Harriet Tubman. Uh, she was an abolitionist. She helped um, helped slaves. Doing the Underground Railroad, and I think that's a very important part of history. Uh, it's very, she is very, she is very much a part of history, not black history, but American history, not just black history, American history, uh, as that choice. Now, <laughs> Ben Carson had and had other idea and frankly I'm I'm not absolutely you think I'll be happy with happy that? With that. Good question. And, and to be honest with you, I'm not even happy with his answer. Harry something being added to Bill uh, has also brought out the haters. And the first and perhaps highest profile so far of them is Ben Carson. The Treasury has announced uh, that Andrew Jackson is getting kicked off the $20 bill. Harriet Tubman, the African-American abolitionist, is, is, is going on. I don't know where, where Andrew goes now. Um, but what do you think of that, and what do you think of Harriet Tubman getting on the face of U.S. currency? Uh, well, I think Andrew Jackson was a tremendous secretary, uh, I mean, a tremendous president. Andrew Jackson was the, the last president who actually balanced the federal budget, where we had no national debt. And here he gets kicked uh, off the so, $20 bill. Right. So we're, for to, in honor of that, we kick him off of the money. But are you uh, anti-Harriet Tubman? No. No, okay. I, I love Harriet Tubman. Right. I love what she did. But we can find another way to honor her. Maybe uh, maybe a $2 bill. Right. Or maybe... Uh-uh. Uh-uh. 
Now, he know he wrong for that. He know he is wrong for that on a $2 bill. So, 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 we, so, so, what you saying, Ben? So, what you saying? So, what you saying? Uh, Find another way to honor her. Maybe, uh, maybe a $2 bill. Right. Or maybe. Or get him the $2 bill. Or whatever. But, but resolve yeah. it that way. All right. Okay, no, I got a better idea. Why don't we put her on a bill where she would be equal to three fifths of twenty dollars? Maybe like a twelve dollar bill, uh, Ben. I mean, look at how insulting that is, and that's his whole point. The whole point of Ben Carson is to say to white people, "You're so right. We shouldn't have that black lady on the bill." Andrew Jackson was a great president. You white people, right wingers, you're so right, right? I mean, a black person, a woman. Maybe a $2 bill. Yeah. You know, maybe two, but not a $20 bill. She doesn't belong there. Yeah, and, and, and look, it's terrible, but that's, that's why he's allowed to be on there. I mean, if he was speaking out in favor of her and what she represented and how terrible Andrew Jackson was, he wouldn't have been on the show to do that. I mean, and, look, and out of those two, by the way, he says she should be on the $2 bill. The other jackass at least says, well, then just put Andrew Jackson on the $2 bill. At least that she should be able to stay on the $20 bill. He's, uh, ben Carson's actually more wrong than him. But you're right about why he's on it. Because Neil Cavuto starts the segment with, Andrew Jackson kicked off the $20 bill. Look at the framing, right? And then, I don't know where he goes. What does that mean, right? Bills and I don't change heard... all the time in all the different countries. Like, where do they go? They stay where they are in history. Like they, you don't have to replace that person and put him on a different bill. We don't have to invent a $3.50 bill so that Andrew Jackson can go somewhere. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I, I have an idea of where, where he can go. I think he's there right now. I actually don't believe in hell, but if it's there, it, it's good that he uh, has a home. Um, so, look, Ben Carson is oh. obviously ridiculous. We shouldn't be surprised that this is the role that he has staked out for himself in the Republican Party after leaving uh, the, the presidency. Um, but I also like the reaction because it's a nice reminder. People love to make the point. Bill O'Reilly loves to make the point. Uh, we have Obama as a president. So clearly there's no more racism in America. Everybody knows that. And yet in 14 years, Harriet Tubman is going to be on the bill. And you go on Twitter and you realize, oh, shit, no, there's a ton of racism still in America. So we have this. So as the USA becomes a third world shithole, the $20 bill goes ghetto. Goes ghetto. Wonderful. Uh, place man who hated banks with commie slave stealer on cotton banknote, seven layer dip of irony. Okay. Uh, these people are actually. They are really crazy. I mean, they, they, they're really crazy. And there's another, there's another story to this whole $20 bill thing. I don't know if you saw it on the internet or not. And I, I kid you not, I saw this. I showed it to Vanessa, and she was like, oh, my God, no, you can't believe it. You, you got to be kidding me. I said, no, no, you, I, 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 I'm not wrong on this. And I saw this, and I said, I'm going to find it. I'm going to see if I can put it up again. Sixty, get this, 60 Ku Klux Klansmen committed suicide because Harriet Tubman is going to twenty dollar bill. <laughs> I kid, I'm not kidding. I kid you not on this. I kid you not. When I saw this story, 
And I saw the story, I'm going, you got to be kidding me. You really got to be kidding me. Really? 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 Come on. What is what is wrong with these people, with these folks? They what what is what is wrong with this? What what is wrong with this picture? Um I'm and as I'm, I'm as I'm talking to you, um I'm I'm pulling this up. I'm trying to find I'm trying to find trying to find this story. Um That the twenty that that sixty and I I I I'm 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 not kidding on this. Um, let me see if I could do the sixty transmen. Found that wrong. Sixty. I'm trying to find this story. Uh, well, well, while I'm looking for the story, while I'm looking for the story, 60 Klansmen commit suicide because the because of the announcement they, they're going to put um Harriet Tuckman uh um because Harriet Tuckman's going to be on uh Okay, here it is. Here it is. I found it. I found it. All right. Fifty-year-old commit suicide today. But uh, no, that's not it. No, that's not it. That's not it. I thought that was it. Um. That's not it. That's not it. Sixty-year-old, but sixty. But anyway, sixty Klansmen commit suicide because Harry Tubman has been announced. That Harry Tubman was going on six. Was going on the twenty-dollar bill. They said something to something. I'm, paraphr- I'm paraphrasing that they don't want a a n-word, b-word woman on. The twenty dollar bill. But when you go back, they said they got an N word president in the White House. Now they got a N word B word B word um B word on a on a twenty dollar bill. And they took, I think it said they took cyanide or something to that to that effect. I'm still going. I'm still going to look for that. I'm still going to search for that for this article. 
when I when I heard about this, and I'm going, you gotta be kidding me! You gotta be kidding! It, can't you never tell them it ain't that deep? Here to be pro-slavery, pro-slavery in the year 2016. Like they're like outraged, like, oh, now you're gonna mess with our traditions, mm-hmm. and you're gonna get this commie who was in favor of stealing slaves and, mm-hmm. and making them free, yeah. right? And, and and that's what you're going to do to our tradition. Oh, and should we be surprised? I mean, we saw over the past couple of years, it's constantly brought up that they bring on the, the, the scholars, the people who have written about it, saying, you know, slavery's gotten a really bad rap. A lot of those people were really happy, and they were protected by the slave owners and given a home by the slave owners. It's all of you libs trying to, fought, like, to shame them, to say that they were doing something wrong, but they're completely serious when they say that. And so then you get a bunch of their viewers who grow up thinking, oh, well, I was always told growing up that the Confederacy was great, there was nothing wrong with it. And so now Harry Tubman, she is a thief. She steals property when she frees slaves. So that goes to the heart of right-wing grievances, right? which is I got to rule over everybody else uh, before. Now you're changing the rules on me. I, every bill had white men on it. And I'm a white man, and I'm right-winger, and I love that. Now... You're saying one bill gets to have women on it, and it's an African-American? Mm-hmm. Well, you've taken my freedom away. Yeah. See, I had the freedom to own them. I had the freedom to be on every bill. I had the freedom to rule everything. Yeah. Now, when you guys want that same freedom, well, you're a commie, and you're stealing my property, right? And they're thinking this in the year 2016, right? So there are grievances, and they feel like they're the victims. That's why it's so ironic when they say, oh, liberals, they have a victim, you know, mindset. No, no, you guys do that. Oh, we have, oh there's one bill they took away from us. Now we're, and white men are on every other bill except one. Oh, we're the victims. Women are 50% of the country. They're not allowed on one They're bill. They're more than 50% of the country, that's right. yeah. African-Americans are 12 to 13% of the country. So overall, that's 57% of the country, right? Yeah. They're not allowed to be on one bill, but if you do that, yo, you took my freedom away. You took my freedom away. Let me see what I got here. I think I got it here somewhere. (laughs) (laughs) Harriet, why did you do this to me? Yeah, Yeah, people think that Fox News produces uh, television shows. It actually just produces victims of the white variety, of the Christian variety. If I have, you're forcing me to make money by selling a cake to a gay couple, I am being, uh, my rights are being infringed upon. <laughs> those guys are nuts. That, those, that, that's the young, the young Turks. I, I like listening to these guys because they, they, <laughs> they, one, they're crazy, and they tell the truth. Um, <laughs> here's Donald Trump's take on this. First, you get hit by psoriasis. And now? That's not his take, but, you know, Donald Trump hit by hitting, being hit by psoriasis. Anyway, uh, Donald Trump had, he had a say in this. Of course, you know, the Donald going to have something to say, anywho, about anything, whatever comes out of his mouth. Ask you about something in the news this morning. As you've seen, Harriet Tubman will now replace Andrew Jackson on the $20 bill. 
You have so often during this campaign railed against political correctness. Do you see this as a move that is all about political correctness, or is this a move that is simply way overdue? Well, Andrew Jackson had a great history, and I think it's very rough when you take somebody off the bill. Andrew Jackson had a history of tremendous success for the country. And as you know, they were going to do, you know, the $10 bill, and then all of a sudden the Broadway play Hamilton or the Broadway play sort of saved that one. And uh, I read it just this morning. It was going to Are be you Hamilton. Are in favor of Harriet Tubman uh, on the $20 I, I bill? I think Harriet Tubman is fantastic. I would, love to, I would love to leave Andrew Jackson and see if we can maybe come up with another denomination. Maybe we do the $2 bill or we do another bill. I don't like seeing it. Yes, I think it's pure political correctness. Been on the bill for many, many years and, you know, really represented somebody that really was very important to this country. I would love to see another denomination, and that could take place. I think, I think it would be more appropriate. Hello today, fans. Thanks for checking out our YouTube channel. Subscribe. Okay. So a big day. Harriet Tubman going to be on the $20 bill. What message do you hope this sends to all Americans about the contributions of women? You know, when we announced uh, just under a year ago that we were going to be putting a woman on our, on our currency for the first time in over 100 years, I said, it's been too long, and it's time for the, that to change. Um, and I think the response we've gotten when we said we wanted to hear the ideas of the American people showed how deeply people feel about this. We've gotten you know, well over a million responses you know, with ideas of names and people at a depth where it shows they're really thinking about it, and it really matters. Uh, I think what this is going to say uh, is that we have to remember all of our history, the history of the contributions of men and the history of the contributions of women, and that our great democracy was built by men and women. Why Harriet Tubman? You know, as we went through uh, the candidates, the possible names, uh, I have to tell you the story of Harriet Tubman um, is really a compelling one, and the amount of interest, particularly young people writing to me, where they're learning about Harriet Tubman in school the way my generation learned about George Washington and Abraham Lincoln. That's great. And I think our money should reflect the contribution of somebody like Harriet Tubman, who by sheer force of will, her own determination, she was born a slave, she was illiterate for her whole life, but not only did she lead many people out of slavery through the Underground Railroad, she worked for our army, helping them as a, as a spy uh, to, to help them uh, figure out where to go during the Civil War. And afterwards, she was one of the early uh, leaders in the, in, the, in, the, in the movement to give women the right to vote, the suffrage movement. Um, it's, a, it's just an incredible story about how a person can change life uh, in this great country. Now, let's talk about the $10 bill. Why keep Hamilton in place? You know, Hamilton's always been one of my heroes, so I, I, you can't work in the Treasury Department without feeling like you stand uh, on his shoulders. And, and I said from the very start he would be remain a part of our um, I think that as we broadened the, the you know, lens and we looked at more options, and as we listened, it was clear that there was a, a, a legitimate desire to have a woman on the $20 bill. It's the bill that people get at a money machine. It is a bill that um, is in some ways the most familiar bill now because of that. And to put a woman in a place where it would be used that often you know, was something that was compelling. And uh, we're going to move quickly uh, so that we – our goal is that in 2020, the 100th anniversary of women's suffrage, uh, all three bills can be uh, displayed uh, and they can go into production as quickly as possible. You know, making money is not a quick process. You have to have a lot of design features to make sure it's hard to counterfeit. 
but you know, I have uh, talked to the chairman of the Fed, uh, and you know, we kind of share two common goals: one, making sure our money is safe, and two, moving this process very quickly. Now, the, the decision to keep Hamilton on the $10 bill, how much was that impacted by the newfound celebrity of your predecessor? You know, I, I, I wouldn't exaggerate uh, the amount of impact. Obviously, people were talking about him. Um, I said in June last year, uh, before people were talking about the show, that we were going to keep Alexander Hamilton on uh, our money. Uh, I reassured uh, members of the Hamilton family the day I made the announcement that I would keep my word. So I think I started out uh, with the plan of keeping Hamilton very much on our money. Um, as it worked out, uh, this is, I think, uh, an outcome that uh, Hamilton supporters can be pleased with. But, you know, women who thought one bill or another was the right place for women, we're going to have women on the 20, on the 10, and on the 5. Because on the back of the 10, we're going to tell the story of women's suffrage. It's going to have the leaders of the suffrage movement culminating in a rally on the steps of the Treasury Department building. On the back of the five, we're going to have an image of Marian Anderson and Eleanor Roosevelt. When Marian Anderson sang on the steps of the Lincoln Memorial because Washington's concert halls were segregated. We're going to bring both sides of our bills to life. Now, some critics say that still isn't enough. Why not put Hamilton on the back of the bill, let a woman be front and center? We're putting a woman front and center. There's going to be a woman on the front of the 20. And Prominent female leaders have started a campaign using the hashtag not going back. They say that you owe it to the American people to follow through on your commitment to put a woman on the $10 bill. Well, I think if you look at what we're doing, we're following through on our commitment not to wait. We're going to move on the next bill that comes out, which is 10, and tell a great story of the leaders of the women's suffrage movement, you know, five women who should be remembered on our currency. Uh, on the $20 bill, we're going to have Harriet Tubman uh, on the front. And on the $10 bill, we're going to tell a powerful story as well. So we're putting a woman on the 20, the 10, and the 5, uh, and we're going to move as quickly as we can to get all these bills out there. Now you said designs by 2020. When can we expect to, to have these bills in our wallets? You know, as, as soon after that, they'll, they'll, they'll start. Um, then it'll, as quickly as possible. Uh, the, the, I'm going to launch this in a way where when I leave, it's going to be clear that it's on a path uh, to getting done. And you mentioned just one last question on Hamilton. Obviously, you always wanted to keep him uh, with a prominent role here, but did you ever expect a Broadway show to impact the plans of the U.S. Treasury? You know, I actually think that if you look at what the show has done, it is very complimentary to what we're doing in this whole undertaking. It has brought history back into common conversation. People are talking about what Alexander Hamilton did and how he helped build our country in a way that to someone who cares about history as much as I do is thrilling. That's what we're trying to do with the money as well. We want people to be talking about Harriet Tubman. We want people to be talking about the, the, the suffragists. We want people to be talking about the important events that happened at the Lincoln Memorial. So I actually think that um, if we can get uh, uh, you know, the school children in America talking about this as much as they are, that's a pretty good thing. So a big day. That was Jet Lu, who's the Secretary of Treasury sitting down talking to uh, one ABC sitting down to talk with ABC News Mary Bruce uh, and talking about the inside story of the new design and the face of the $20 bill my goodness how time's going to change boy how time has changed and change it has, and it's going to be a lot of changes. Uh, I can't wait to 
I can't wait to get my hands on the new twenty dollar bill. Um, as for the as for as for um um as for as for at Jackson, I'm gonna try and hold on to a twenty dollar bill as much as long as I can to say, well, I had a twenty dollar bill with Jackson on it. And then I have another twenty dollar bill with uh with Miss Tubman on it. We're gonna take a break at thirty seven minutes past the hour. This is Nation Talk. My name is Didia Moreno. I'm a mother, and this is how I live United. People in my community are struggling to make ends meet right now, and it concerns me. So I volunteer with United Way to help people get back their earned income tax credit. This is important to me because in the last seven years, it has helped put food on my table and pay my bills. I want everyone to have that same benefit. This year alone, I was able to help over 175 families get back over $243,000 in federal and state income tax. You should hear people when they find out. They say, oh, I'm going to buy a house, or I'm going to take my kids on a special trip. And I still feel like I get back more than I give just by volunteering. My name is Vivian Moreno. I help people achieve financial independence. So I don't just wear this shirt. I live it. Give. Advocate. Volunteer. Live United. Go to liveunited.org. Brought to you by United Way and the Ad Council. This message is for all of you sitting in the passenger seat. And apologies if it gets a little uncomfortable. But how does it feel to be at the mercy of someone who thinks a random text is more important than your life? Someone who takes their eyes off the road while speeding along in a three-ton hunk of steel. Freaky, right? Well, why not just ask them to stop? Or better yet, volunteer to text for them. It might be a little awkward, but believe me, you'll live. Learn more at StopTextStopRex.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. Think you could easily get to your family if a disaster struck right now? Think you can wing it during an emergency because you're a New Yorker? Most parents don't realize that protecting your family starts long before an actual disaster strikes. It starts today by being prepared and making a plan. To learn how, take our readiness challenge at nyc.gov slash readynewyork or call 311 for information. In this online tool, you'll be faced with real-life challenges, teaching you the importance of being prepared for a disaster. Brought to you by the New York City Office of Emergency Management and the Ad Council. Dear John, I was hoping it wouldn't come to this, but you've left me no choice. I'm leaving. Uncontrolled high blood pressure is really serious, and lately you seem to really not care. I've been there for you since day one, and I know you think I'm going to keep ticking. But no, my friend, I can quit whenever I want. Why can't we get back to the good times, when we were more active and ate more healthy foods, and you checked on me every once in a while? Is that too much to ask? I don't want to leave. 
But unless you stop ignoring me, what else am I supposed to do? Remember, when I quit, you quit. Sincerely, your heart. Listen to your heart. Don't let it quit on you. Doing the minimum to control your high blood pressure isn't doing enough. High blood pressure can lead to a stroke, heart attack, or death. Get your blood pressure to a healthy range before it's too late. Find out how at heart.org slash blood pressure. Check, change, control. A message from the American Heart Association, the American Stroke Association, and the Ad Council. You're listening to the Jam Radio Network with Minister Kenneth Jenkins. The views and opinions of Nation Talk are not necessarily the views of TalkShoe, Jam Radio Productions, Sonahead.com, and its sponsors. This is Nation Talk. About um, 
$20 bill. Okay. His reaction to Harriet Tubman replacing Andrew Jackson on a $20 bill. Uh, boy. Well, today was another great day for African Americans. Um, that being said, Harriet Tubman will now grace the front of the $20 bill, replacing Andrew Jackson, one of the most influential presidents in the United States, is now being removed from the $20 bill and being replaced with civil rights activist Harriet Tubman. Now, um, believe it or not, you guys do not know this, but you guys need to hold on tight, and there's a little catch to this. They say Harriet Tubman will replace Andrew Jackson on the $20 bill, but not until 2030. What? We will not see a black face on any American currency until 2013, which is 14 years from now. By that time, I honestly think that they're waiting until paper currency is obsolete. Then you go on ahead and put her on it. Well, um, this is very interesting because, uh, you know, everybody was excited, but, you know, you're not going to really see anything until 2013. I mean, 2030. But um, once again, the Internet has done the most and created memes for this. Um, uh, people are saying that now since you're, you called $20 bills, Tubman. So, I just want all tubs. When you go to the bank and you ask for dubs, you can't call them dubs no more. You have to call them tubs. So, when I go to the bank, the first thing I'm asking for is let me get 100 Tubman. Oh, all Tubman. <laughs> um, another thing is, so now that if you guys uh, purchase weed, then you don't want a dub. Let me get a tub. Yeah. But anyways, let me know what you guys think. Let, let me know how you feel about this. Leave your comments below. Um, enjoy the rest of the clips and take a look at the rest of the memes. All right? Okay. Now, there's a celebrity that is not in his favor. You know you're going to have, you're going to have one who's not going to be in favor of it. But first... This here with the ladies of the well. Let's see how we can do this. Uh, uh let's see. How are we gonna do this? How are we going to do this? How are we going to do this? Okay, let's start with uh, view, the ladies of the view the, the, and the reaction to this. Well, it's true. But their re what's their reaction to the the whole thing is, um, I think 
again, my my response to this, I think it's a good idea. I think it's a really good idea. Let's hear let's hear the mother's more. You know, Andrew Jackson, who was the, was the president of the United States at some point, he is on a $20 bill at the moment. He is being removed, and they are now putting on the $20 bill the abolitionist Harriet Tubman, who was a... Right. Some people, some people, they don't think it's a good idea. They feel that she's being overvalued. Watch who it is. Guess. I love Harriet Tubman. Uh-huh. I love what she did. But we can find another way to honor her. Maybe uh, maybe a two dollar bill. I think Harriet Tubman is fantastic. I would love to I would love to leave Andrew Jackson and see if we can maybe come up with another denomination. Maybe we do the two dollar bill or we do another bill. Andrew Andrew Jackson owned at least six hundred slaves. He was a vicious slave owner, by the and way. He also carried out an Indian removal Indians. policy right. and genocide against invading Florida. I, you know what's so shocking to me is where did the two dollars come from? Why does it have to be a $2 bill? I, I just don't understand that. And, in fact, there, there are a lot of songs that talk about a $2 hoe, and for some reason uh, it, okay. it, it angered me so much. But on the flip side of that, on the flip side of that, I know when I receive a $2 bill, I never spend it because it's so, it's not in rotation. You know what I'm saying? It's, exactly. It's not in rotation. It's not, it's not a lot in rotation. And I hope, and I'm just hoping, I really hope, that they didn't say $2 because of the value. I, I, th- I hope they said it because it was special. No, they said they it because it's obscure, because no one exactly. uses it. No one sees it. I don't I know that, my though. $2 and bill. you ever hear the phrase, he's as that. phony as a $2 bill? Yes. yes. That's a phrase. They, they know what they're doing, most do. But oh, I feel like the that. two of them, I mean, look, they're, they're, they're conservatives, so they probably just a lot of the time maybe holding on to tradition and not wanting to change anything. Uh-huh. You know, just keep it same. Why do we have to change anything? Why can't it just stay the same? They wouldn't I mean, I feel like changing the $2 bill. Yeah, that's it. No, I know, right, that's true. That is true. But I feel like if you're going to change it, let's change it all. Like, let's change. I mean, yeah. you can't change the, the dollar bill because George Washington is in, like, the Constitution, I guess, that you can't change George Washington from the $1 bill. But let's change them all. Every 50 years, let's all vote and change them. I think and, it's a good idea. And I will be dedicated to the civil rights movement. The back of the 10 will be dedicated to women's suffrage. I just think it's funny because we're getting so bent out of shape. Like, I, we were talking about this in the makeup room. Like, I honestly can't name every single president or influential person that's on our currency. So... Um, can I ask you guys who's on the $100 bill? The $100 bill? Good. The yes. $50 bill. I don't know. So it wasn't a president. I use credit cards. See? We're, we're getting so upset, and we don't even know who's on our currency. Well, isn't it well, interesting? The currency isn't even worth anything anyway. Isn't it interesting now that they're all about let's put women on the bill when no one even uses money anymore? <laughs> put and on remember, a credit remember card. the Susan B. Anthony uh, silver dollar? Who silver even dollar. sees that anymore? Yeah. Yeah. Our currency is depreciated one. anyway, so it's not even worth anything to begin with. But, symbols, ma- but symbols matter, you know? If even if they don't mean anything Yeah, anymore? people often say, you know, oh, what does it matter? What does it matter? Symbols matter, and I do want my children to see Harriet Tubman on on the twenty dollar bill, not on the two dollar bill. It's important. It's important. It makes a statement. It makes a statement. Yeah, one thing you'll never see is Donald Trump on the peso. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's That's right. But you know, just just to wrap this up about slavery, I just like to inform people. Our founding fathers, you know, John Adams was one of the few who did not own slaves, and John Quincy Adams, his son, did not. They were against slavery, 
And at that time, people say, oh, well, Thomas Jefferson, that was the spirit of the times. Well, not according to John Adams. So exactly. some presidents got it and some did not. Joy, I think you would appreciate this. Someone, Lionel, from Twitter said that Ben Carson, perhaps he should put his failed candidacy on the back of the dollar bill. <laughs> oh, Ben Carson is the guy also who said that Obamacare is worse than that slavery is worse than slavery. What is wrong with him? What is the matter with him? Didn't someone say he needs brain surgery? (laughs) (laughs) Now before we go, Harriet Tubman tweeted out a bill. Meet the girl who may be behind the change. Yes. Young lady who could be behind the whole change, uh, who wanted, who suggested that Terry Tubman should be on the twenty dollar bill. Bring out the bulb. Very awesome. Then I realized that, like, no woman has their face on paper currency, so I went home and I read the letter. Thank you. I appreciate your 
I, I, I appreciate, really appreciate it. And uh, a choice for the twenty for the new twenty dollar bill. So I, like I said, I think this is I think it was a good idea. Excuse me. I think it was a good idea. Anyway, we're gonna be back. We got it's three minutes before the three minutes before the nine o'clock hour on the East Coast. But we'll be back top of the hour to continue with more by campaign election 16 and uh, hail and farewell to Prince nowhere to hide Things you said and the things you done to me, you can no longer. My name is Vivian Moreno. I'm a mother, and this is how I live united. People in my community are struggling to make ends meet right now, and it concerns me. So I volunteer with United Way to help people get back their earned income tax credit. This is important to me because in the last seven years, it has helped put food on my table and pay my bills. I want everyone to have that same benefit. This year alone, I was able to help over 175 families get back over $243,000 in federal and state income tax. You should hear people when they find out. They say, oh, I'm going to buy a house, or I'm going to take my kids on a special trip. And I still feel like I get back more than I give just by volunteering. My name is Vivian Moreno. I help people achieve financial independence. So I don't just wear this shirt. I live it. Give. Advocate. Volunteer. Live United. Go to liveunited.org. Brought to you by United Way and the Ad Council. How to deal with someone who says that's so gay. Outsmart them. This party is, like, so gay. Totally. Excuse me, but did you ladies know the word gay used to mean happy or excited? Then it became a word used to describe gay people. Then somehow it came to mean dumb or stupid, which is how you just used it, which is not very nice. Ew, that guy is on the football team and super smart, and he totally hates us now. Totally. When you say that's so gay, do you realize what you say? Knock it off. Learn more at thinkbeforeyouspeak.com. Brought to you by Glisten and the Ad Council. You're listening to the Jam Radio Network with Minister Kenneth Jenkins. The views of opinions of Nation Tribe. I don't necessarily the views of Talk to Generating Productions, Sonyhead.com, and its sponsors. This is Nation Talk.
welcome back to our second hour of Mystery Talk. We're going to talk about the election uh, 16, and of course, our hell and farewell to Prince. All that coming up during this hour, so stay tuned. Erickson Tata, and one of the stories in the Bible that I can most relate to is of the paralyzed man at the pool of Bethesda. And I like the King James Version. It says there that when Jesus saw that man lying there, he knew that it had been a long time. In other words, long before Jesus arrived at the pool, he knew, he understood the man's predicament. And that is so comforting. Jesus knows your health problems even before your doctor gives a clear diagnosis. And it's because he loves you and knows what he's doing that you can trust that God has your best interest at heart. He knows your pain. He's aware of your fears, the medications you take, the tests you need. And like that man at the pool of Bethesda, Jesus will not pass you by. Yes, you may well get healed, but if not, he'll have a different healing for you. A deeper, more lasting healing than you could possibly imagine. Think you could easily get to your family if a disaster struck right now? Think you can wing it during an emergency because you're a New Yorker? Most parents don't realize that protecting your family starts long before an actual disaster strikes. It starts today by being prepared and making a plan. To learn how, take our readiness challenge at nyc.gov slash readynewyork or call 311 for information. In this online tool, you'll be faced with real-life challenges, teaching you the importance of being prepared for a disaster. Brought to you by the New York City Office of Emergency Management and the Ad Council. You're listening to the Jam Radio Network with Minister Kenneth Jenkins. The views and opinions of Nation Talk are not necessarily views of Talk to you. Get ready for com and its sponsors. This is Nation Talk. Section 16 is still underway, still going. My goodness. And the election is alive and well in the different states, the state near you, of course.
anytime soon. In other words, he ain't going nowhere. Uh, he said, quote, we intend to take the fight all the way to California so people throughout this country have a right to determine who they want as president and what kind of agenda they want for the Democratic Party. So uh, ABC's George Stephanopoulos Stephanopoulos Sunday on the on this on this week continues saying this is this is good for democracy is good for the Democratic Democratic Party. So for democracy, good Democratic Party. Sanders faces off with rival Hillary Clinton in five closed primary contests this Tuesday, and polling indicates she will expand her already sizable delegate lead. Early this week, implied Sanders should follow the example she set back in 2008, withdrawn from the primary race and rallying her support around her opponent. Then, Senator Barack Obama. Sanders doesn't see it being quite simple. Said, I can't snap and figure and tell people what to do. But when I do do this, everything that I can make sure make make sure that somebody like Donald Trump or some or some other right-wing Republican does not become president of the United States. I know that's a bad Bernie Sanders impersonation, but... Uh, when she when asked whom Clinton should choose as her running mate to appeal to Sanders support, supporters, if she wins the nomination, Sanders said it would be someone ready to champion the middle class, take on special interests. So, she is not dropping this. Not at all. So, looks like she's, looks like she's in for the long haul. He's going to take this away to California. Boy, this is going to be something. This is going to be some kind of election. In the meantime, unconventional number five inside Trump's plan to clinch the nomination in California and more. Oh, my. Unconventional. This is from Yahoo News Complete Guide to the to the craziest presidential convention or conven- conventions in decade. Here's what you need to know t- today: Trump plans to clinch the nomination in California. Guess how? If Mr. Trump does 
not have 1,237 delegates when he comes to California, you will have them when California, you will have them when California is done voting, predicts Tim Clark, Trump's new, newly minted California political director. That's the that's the bold prediction stone of the smartest political analysts in the country have taken on taken a look at the Republican calendar, done uh, he done the math. The conclusion that Donald Trump is likely to fall short of the one thousand two hundred and thirty seven delegates he needs to clinch the nomination. Even after California the last and largest of the primaries, the clock isn't worried. In fact, he's downright confident. Or at least that's how he found it when unconventional conventional asked if he really wanted to predict on the on the record that California would make Trump the nominee. If Mr. Trump doesn't have the nomination by the time by the time he comes to California, Clark reiterates, we will deliver the delegates he needs to put him over the top. The last time the Golden State really uh, mattered in a California presidential nomination contest was 1984. But this year, as the state that will likely determine whether or not Trump Hits the magic 1,237 delegates mark before the convention in Cleveland it is supposed to play a critical and, and potentially divisive role. Does Trump have any organizations in California? He said, "I'm just five days on the job. I took on, I took one night off so I could watch Steph Curry get his 73rd game. But what I found is that Trump activists have been organizing all over the state. I'm getting concentrated." by people that have been out holding rallies and just getting ready to go. Trump Where was that? The Trump Volunteer Network has been growing organically for over a year. That's going to be a tremendous help to us. It's not like I have to go recruit volunteers. I just have to find the ones who exist and give them the resources that need to leverage what they've already done. I mean, gentlemen walked in. Gentlemen walked in yesterday. 
with his own literary printed literature printed for Donald Trump. There's been walking presets for weeks for for weeks. Um, and it goes on and on and on. It goes on and on and on. So that's kind of basically what the inside, the conventional number five in, insiders said about um, Trump's plan to clinch the nomination in California and more. Maybe. What? It, uh, everything remains to be seen. I mean, everything does remain to be seen on um, because as you know, everything remains to be seen. Today was Earth Day. Earth Day celebrated over 190 countries on April 22nd. This year's theme is focused on encouraging people to plant more trees and the effective effect Mother Nature, I believe. Mother Nature. Mother Nature, the effort to save Mother Nature. That's one of the stories. That's one of the stories. Um, the go green. They're asking people to go green. Um, another story. But I, I remember participating in. In Earth Day when I was a, when I was in when I was in high school. Okay. All right. Now that kind of gives you an idea of what's been going on. Uh, RNC leaders pushed to top Republicans towards accepting recently um, nominee. Now check this out. <laughs> 20 reality TV shows that are completely fake. Scripted. And you and the honest with you, you probably you and I have probably been watching these. Probably have been watching these reality shows. One of these twenty reality shows. I'm going out on a limb here and say, yeah, I watched it. I watched some of the. I watched some of it. Some of the. Shows <laughs> that that um, that's been out. Uh, let's see who. Let's see what are these twenty reality shows? 
Okay, the Real Housewives of Bikini City. This is clearly not reality TV. For one, these women doesn't don't always know one another before they they are put together and expected to spend ample time together. They don't always speak outside of filming, and they do not usually run in the same circle. But they are asked to do so for filming purposes. What creates drama? They are asked to air their dirty laundry on television to cause fights in public places and to handle their business on television instead of of in a private or instead of in private. It's not scripted, but it's certainly manipulated to make things happen at a certain place and time and goes for women in all cities. Let's see. Housewives of let's pick any city. Let's see. Hardcore Pond. This is a show that is so fake it's obvious. <laughs> All you have to do is watch the actors on the show to see that their fights are completely silly and they are not even remotely realistic in any way. They are clearly staged and the actors that are in the show are working so hard to portray something so fake that they can't even get their lines straight from time to time. Additionally, no real business owners have have a policy that demands that that the employees insult their customers. Yeah, hardcore pawn pawn. I don't know, don't watch that show that much. Um I, I see the previews special parts of it but nothing. We got housewives, we got hardcore pond. Big no Texas partner here. Slow. It is Anyway, can we take a break? Take a break to wait till the computer just kind of do what it needs to do. Do we? Okay, we're going to take a break. We're going to take a short break and come back. 
a Yes. It doesn't take a fairy godmother to tell you that the right fit means everything. Good heavens, child. You can't go in that. Children under four foot nine need to be in a booster seat because they aren't ready for adult safety belts alone. Many parents miss the important step of booster seats. Maybe you better explain things to him. Booster seats raise your child up so that a safety belt designed for adults will fit and protect them properly. Oh, that does make a difference. Remember that four foot nine is the magic number. And get your little pumpkin there safely <laughs> in a booster seat. Hop it, my dear. Oh, thank you. And like Cinderella, you can live happily ever after. It's like a dream. A wonderful dream come true. For more information, visit boosterseat.gov. This has been a message from the U.S. Department of Transportation and the Ad Council. Noah's Ark. Now, why was it so big? Answers with Ken Ham, co-author of the best-selling The New Answers book. You know, one of the most frequently asked questions posed by skeptics concerns how Noah got all the animals on the ark. You see, mocking evolutionists claim, well, Noah couldn't have fit the supposed millions of animals needed. But Noah didn't need that many animals. Only representatives of each kind of land-dwelling, air-breathing animal were to go on board. Our research scientists have shown that there can be many different species within each kind, for example, there are dingoes, wolves, coyotes, domestic dogs, and all these belong to the same kind. Plus, the Bible says the ark was huge. Perhaps only a half of the ark space was needed for the animals. So why was it so big? Well, maybe it was because God allowed room for people who might repent and come on board and thus be saved. But only Noah's family believed. You know, Noah's ark is really a picture of salvation, and Christ is our modern-day ark of salvation. We'll answer your questions about the Ark and Flood of Noah in our new pocket guide, available to you for a donation of any size today. To get this excellent 95-page Ark guide, call us toll-free 24 hours a day at 1-888-89-ANSWERS. We'll also send you information about the Noah's Ark we're building. For the excellent guide, call 888-89-ANSWERS or on our website of AnswersOffer.org. In November 2004, Jose was sentenced to eight years for committing a gun crime. His wife and two sons were left alone. Uh, today I want to talk to you about being arrested. My family has suffered immensely. They're the ones that really suffered the most for my decisions that I've made in my life. When you were arrested and uh, you went to jail, what were you thinking about? My, my kids, my wife, my mother, my brother, my dad. That's what I thought about the most. Do you think your boys know what's going on? It's kind of hard for them, so they just deny it. What would you tell young kids? I mean, just think about your family first. The family always comes first, and your family's always going to be there for you. If you could do things over again, what would you change? Um, I would try to change the mistakes that I've made in my life, because um, your family suffers, especially your kids. That's a pain I would never want to put them through ever again. When you commit a gun crime, your family serves the sentence with you. Gun crimes hit home. Brought to you by Project Safe Neighborhoods and the Ad Council. You're listening to the Jam Radio Network with Minister Kenneth Jenkins. The views and opinions of Nature Talk are not necessarily the views of TalkU, Jam Radio Productions, Sony.com, and its sponsors. This is Nature Talk. When I sit back and imagine life without you, I can't fathom how I ever thought I'd make it on my own. Oh, my own. Oh, my own. And if I leave a million pieces, I'm still standing here believing you're my comfort, you're my healing. This I 
All right. As you all know, Prince Nelson, Prince Rogers Nelson passed away this past week. He was 57. It's more from ABC News. Again, kind of beg our partner here. We're trying to uh, Poindexter just uh, just won't want to act. Just want to act crazy about this time. Let's try it let's try it like this. Now, anyway, as you know, he Prince uh passed away just a few days ago. He was fifty eight years old and it's still uns- there's been a lot of crowd of mystery about about this guy is and the 
the last shroud of mystery about this guy. Especially why he was left alone left the thing that, you know, finessed. Two, why was he left alone in his... After strange thing that dropped off that uh that dropped off after he left it this is after his postponed a concert in postponed a concert he just came back from Atlanta to do a concert in uh At the flu. I now I I read that too that he had that he had down with the flu down with the flu decided not to not to to do any concerts. Remember, Prince Rogers Nelson. The Verizon trade-in event as explained by... This clip you go about to hear is Prince's first television interview in 1985 with MTV News. Also me, Waste Man, and we are here to save you from. You're about to see Prince in his first interview for television. Now he took a stab at uh, at being interviewed in print a few months ago. But this is the first time Prince has ever agreed to talk in front of cameras. The questions were provided by MTV's news department, and the person you'll hear asking them at Prince's request is his manager, Steve Farnioli. Now, Prince is not alone here. The interview was shot at the filming of his new video, America, and the people that you're going to see with him are extras from the video. For the first time on television, this is Prince. One thing I'd like to say is that I don't live in a prison. Not afraid of anything. I haven't built any walls around myself. I, just like anyone else, I need love and water. I don't really consider myself a superstar. I live in a small town and I always will. Because... I can walk around and be me. And I 
That's all I want to be. That's all I ever tried to be. I didn't know what was going to happen. I just tried to do my best. If somebody dug it, then... by so many people comparing you to Hendrix when you play guitar. <clears throat> um, a lot had to do with uh, like I say, the color of my skin. And it's not where it's at at all. It really isn't. Hendrix was very good but there'll never be another one like him. Just something else. 
multicolored. And it's very fun. I believe in God. There's only one God. I believe in the afterworld. Hopefully, we'll all see it. I am um, accused of a lot of things contrary to this. Prince has been found dead in his home in suburban Minneapolis. The 57-year-old singer, songwriter, and musician was one of the most iconic singers of his era, blending funk, blues, and rock into his distinctive sound. Born Prince Rogers Nelson, he was fiercely protective of his independence, famously battling his own record company over control of his material and even his own name. Last week, Prince's plane made an emergency landing and he was hospitalized. Prince's representative later said the singer had been battling a bad case of the flu. Prince's hits include Little Red Corvette, When Doves Cry, and Let's Go Crazy. He was inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 2004. Prince was 57 years old. Matthew Burgoyne, Associated Press. Uh, I've got breaking news to uh, report to you coming out of the Minneapolis area. There's an ongoing death investigation, and normally that wouldn't make national news unless it's a death investigation at a place, uh, the estate of Prince, the musician. That is where the sheriff's deputies apparently uh, have been located. Uh, the estate of, of Prince, uh, whose real name is Prince, Roger, Prince Rogers Nelson, no one is confirming at any time right now who the person is uh, who died at this estate of Prince in Minnesota, but this is the uh, Carver County area in Minnesota, and the sheriff there has been uh, doing the best he can to update what they are doing, but they're saying they are not saying at all who the person uh, is who died at the Prince estate until they're able to notify next of kin. So we're going to continue to watch this very carefully. Authorities investigate the exact cause of the death of Prince. We know that the music legend suffered symptoms of the flu, according to his publicist. CNN chief medical correspondent Sanjay Gupta joins me now. Sanjay, what, what more do we know about his health, especially over the last few weeks? Well, as you mentioned, uh, two weeks ago to the day, uh, Jake, he did cancel these shows, uh, heard because of the flu. Uh, but then a week later, uh, so just one week ago now, he performed in those shows. Uh, they were here in Atlanta. By all accounts, uh, you know, he was uh, up and about and, you know, didn't, didn't look sick. Uh, important fact, when he was flying home back to Minnesota, the plane had to make an emergency landing, and he went into a hospital for about three hours at that time, again, uh, being treated for symptoms of the flu, we were told. Uh, he was performing just this past Saturday. He was seen riding his bike on Sunday. 
but then, uh, you know, obviously four days later, we hear that he has suddenly passed away. So it's, uh, it's early, Jake, to try and piece this all together, but that is what we know, at least over the last few weeks. Is it possible that somebody who's 57 years old uh, and gets the flu dies in a kind of sudden manner like this? It is possible, uh, Jake, but, but um, it, it wouldn't necessarily be the first thing that I would look at. You know, look, tens of thousands of people die every year because of the flu. Uh, typically they are elderly people or very young, uh, or they have some sort of underlying medical condition. For example, if someone's immune system is weakened for some reason, uh, that could make a, a flu, which is a viral infection, uh, persist, and maybe even uh, someone develop a bacterial infection on top of that. So, again, we don't know, but, you know, you're, 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 um, you're right to sort of ask the question. It doesn't make complete sense. I think there's going to be more details. We do know this is going to be investigated by the medical authorities there in uh, Minnesota. And, and also, um, Sanji. You're watching your go-to movie, which has that one scene you forgot about. So you use your go-to parental blocking device, which also Happens to be your go-to snack. Baked with real ingredients, no artificial flavors or colors. Introducing Gifton's, your go-to good. You're an unusual person. Most people don't get famous with one name and then change it. Right, would you say? What's the story of that, by the way? Well, I um, uh, searched deep within my heart and spirit, and I wanted to uh, change and move to a new plateau in my life, and one of the ways in which I did that was to change my name. It sort of divorced me from the past and all the... Why then did you choose the artist formerly known as? You choose that. That was chosen, You've chosen for you. Yeah. What would you have chosen? Uh, I, I mean, did you think of a name? What is your name at first? My name... Did you think of Nelson? No. <laughs> Rogers. Were you thinking of a name? No, it didn't come to me like that. So how did the artist formerly known as come about? Well, that came up through people's uh, problem with, mainly the, the media's problem with not having a pronunciation. So, so the artist formerly known as is a media invention, yes, not your invention. first. Tell me about Dreamer. Oh, well, um, when I saw the uh, State of the Black Union, Dick Gregory uh, really moved me and a lot of my friends. I show it to everybody who comes over the house, especially white folks, because they need to hear that, you know, so that they know more about all of us, because uh, what he said affects all of us. He said something that really hit home about um, this phenomena of chemtrails. And, you know, when I was a kid, I used to see these trails in the sky all the time. And so oh, that's cool. A jet just went over. And then you started to see a whole bunch of them. And the next thing you know, everybody in your neighborhood was fighting and arguing, and you didn't know why. Okay, and and you really didn't know why. I mean, everybody was fighting. So he he started riffing about the chemtrails, 
and he started to say things that uh, hit home so hard. And I would recommend that everybody try to get what he said online or wherever and try to get a copy of it and just listen to it because the, uh, I was so moved that I had to write the song. The other thing is the first line of the song says I was born uh, on the same plantation in the United States of the red, white, and blue. And we live in a place now that feels just about like a plantation. We're all indentured servants. You know, um, when I found out there were eight presidents before George Washington, I wanted to smack somebody. You know, I wanted to know why I was taught otherwise. Just tell me the whole story. I'll fill in the blanks. But don't, you know, don't tell me something that you think I'm supposed to know. We're Even some you know, more mature adults are trying to get a career start in music. You don't watch it at all. Not so much. What no. do you think of them? Though? What do you think of Justin Bieber and Lady Gaga and the new people? Well, different strokes and different folks. I uh, I make music, so I don't. Y'all have no idea how these celebs be acting, and I'm not going to even bother they ask. I had to pee in real life. I was pushed in my stomach because somebody was coming through. I just want to sing and take care of my family. For all this extra unnecessary sh dog. But he didn't even hit all the damn notes. Nah, still not my business, and this he goes. Prince was a bit more subtle in throwing back the shade and posted this photo, subtweeting at Lil Mo, and wrote, Winner of the caption this picture thing, I hope she knows none of her clothes match. Albums. Remember those? <laughs> Albums. Still matter. Like books and Black Lives, albums still matter. Oh, my God. Hi, Prince. Prince. I've only loved him my whole life, so thank you. 
Catherine for honoring me tonight, and thank you um, so much. How many instruments do you play?
We'll be on tomorrow morning, 6 a.m. for Morning Switch on Cam Radio 2.1. Good evening, and have a wonderful weekend.
You're listening to the Jam Radio Network with Minister Kenneth Jenkins. 